you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah, that time of the year. It is pro day season. That is CJ Stroud. 14 Buckeyes working out today. You are looking at Columbus, where the NFL world has descended to see, among others, Jackson Smith and Jigba. And our own Steve Smith. Love to be a fly on the wall in that conversation. Mm -hmm. Not that you want to be a fly on a wall in a locker room, but you get my point. Steve Smith there is part of our NFL Network, NFL Plus Con. Uh, coverage. You see Rick Spielman there, former Vikings GM in the background. Zach Taylor made the short drive up from Cincinnati to Columbus. We have the likes of Mike Vrabel and Mike Tomlin and Pete Carroll and GMs like Ryan Poles and Mickey Loomis. And yes, basically any and everyone employed by the Carolina Panthers who are picking number one overall all there to see a quarterback who could be number one overall in C.J. Stroud and all kinds of NFL talent because Ohio State is pretty good at that. It's a big week here on NFL Network. This is NFL Now. I'm Andrew Siciliano. This right here from the Move the Sticks podcast from all our great draft coverage. Well, just general man of many hats not wearing one today is Bucky Brooks. Good to see you. What's up? What's up, Drew? Big day. Ohio State, pro day. We got quarterbacks. We got everything that everyone wants to see. When you have a quarterback, man, it perks up the, the interest. Everyone yes. is excited to see C.J. Stroud. Through. Listen, we're not taking away from any of the other pro days we've had so far. Obviously, we had Sherry Burris at Georgia pro day. That was big. We had Oregon pro day last week. We had USC pro day yesterday. Cam Newton throwing at Auburn pro day yesterday as well. That's a story just in and of itself. <laughs> But this is when it really ratchets up a notch, not just because of all the talent there, right? And C.J. Stroud isn't the only first-round talent or draftable talent there. But this is where we get into the conversation about the number one overall pick. We saw C.J. Stroud throw seemingly effortlessly 
in mm -hmm. Indianapolis at the combine, like a picture, a pitcher rather, with perfect mechanics. Yes. What do you want to see today from his what's scheduled to be 55 throw workout? More of the same. Like this is a dress rehearsal. This should be easy for C.J. Stroud. This is something that he has been doing all of his life in terms of just throwing pitch and catch to his playmakers on the outside. Well, that should be flawless today when you think about being at Ohio State, throwing to his own receivers, being able to really cut it loose in a script that he designed. Uh, this should be just kind of like the finishing touches, a reminder of how talented he is as a passer, how easy it is for him to make all of the throws, and what he could be at the next level when you have the right coach and the right system really playing to his strengths as a playmaker from the pocket. Well, let's talk about what is designed. And Tom Pelissero, Bucky, was talking about this a little bit this morning on GMFB. C.J. Stroud, the best we've seen of C.J. Stroud, this is not to take away from his entire Ohio State career, but the best we've seen of him was in that national championship semifinal game on New Year's Eve against Georgia, where he got out of the pocket. He made throws on the run. He hit that ball in the back of the end zone mm -hmm. where he went, wow, moving to his right. And he admitted at the combine that maybe, not just against Georgia, but maybe overall in Columbus, he should have run more. Mm -hmm. So considering that, considering what everyone loved about the Georgia game, how do you design that workout to accentuate those skills? Because you're throwing routes on air. Yeah. I mean, I, th I think the big thing for C.J. Stroud is, yeah, he can put some of the movement-based things in there. They can put him on the move. They can do some created second reaction throws where he drops back and he scrambles. He shows people that he can throw running to his right and to his left. But I think the bigger thing has to be understanding Okay, what was different about the Georgia game? Why did you move and show the athleticism a little more in that game as opposed to previous games? Asking Ryan Day, did you guys do something differently? I think a lot of us have to understand at the college game, it's about your starting quarterback. And so maybe Ohio State didn't put him in harm's way because they didn't like what they had as a backup quarterback. This is a team that had national title aspirations. And so some of the answers that we'll get from C.J. Stroud's pro day will be behind the scenes in interviews. But a lot of what we want to see is let's see him throw on the move. Let's see him continue to dazzle us with his arm talent. He is one of the more natural throwers that we've seen, and he has A-plus arm talent. Let's see him show it off. And again, he's not the only would-be first-round pick who's working out there or would-be first or second or third. Again, there's a long list of talent. Throw on the screen if we can. The Buckeyes scheduled to work out today. Obviously, C.J. Stroud, the would-be number one overall pick. We have Jackson Smith and Jigba as well. We have... Paris Johnson. We have Dewan Jones, so a great right side of that offensive line. Well, two tackles there. One guy could play inside as well, depends on the next level. Roddy Hickman, the defensive back, is working out. All in all, there are 14 Buckeyes who are going to be at the, uh, the facility today. A couple of other guys working out as well, um, like Alan Smith, that running back on the bottom, played at Brown, but he's local. Kelly Garrison is actually the quarterback on the Ohio State club team. Mm. He is working out today as a defensive back. I mean, that would be an amazing pro day story if the club team quarterback somehow caught the eye of an NFL scout or caught the eye of James Palmer, who, let's see, I believe Ohio State class of 2005. Am I right, James? Mm-hmm. In attendance. That's correct. Today. And six, Andrew. I and tried to six. stay as long as I could. Ah. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait, wait. You graduated mm -hmm. twice? 
Certainly did. BA and a BS, Andrew, oh, as we want to talk about my academic achievements at the Ohio State University. But I'll transition this, yes, Andrew. Yes, please, go listen, ahead. Listen, yes. let, me, let me, yeah, we got to transition away from this in terms of what I did here academically a long time ago and what these guys are doing physically on the field behind me. Let me run through what we've seen already with 118 NFL personnel here in attendance. You have 10 general managers, seven head coaches, Saul Frank Reich and C.J. Stroud. I believe one has the number one pick. One could be the number one pick, chopping it up over there while Paris Johnson was going through his drills on the offensive line. Now, you mentioned uh, a couple of other players that we've seen throughout this, but Jackson Smith and Jigba, in terms of what we've accomplished already, it was one of the biggest things we saw, and that was him running the 40. Remember, at the Combine, he did not run the 40, but he was the fastest guy there in terms of the three-cone and the 20-yard shuttle. He ran the 40 here. He looked good in terms of talking to scouts that I, that I had a chance to interact with, Andrew, and when you get a chance to see it, they all were impressed with the way he moved. Now, I've seen times from anywhere at the high four fours to the low four fives, and that was where everybody thought he was going to run. Some people within the program here at Ohio State hoped that he was going to run in the four fours, and they've seen him run the four fours recently, but there was also talking to coaches throughout the last hour, Andrew, not a lot of concern over the 40 time. It's how he plays the game, how savvy he is, how cerebral he is. His football intelligence is through the roof, his ability to work the middle of the field out of the slot. As one offensive coordinator told me, he just gets open and he's open all the time. So there isn't a lot of concern about that 40. They just wanted to see him run it. All right, what else are we going to see? We mentioned C.J. Stroud throwing a 55 throw, at least for now, scripted workout. That's due to start at roughly 2 Eastern, right? It is, and that's going to be the first time we get a chance to see C.J. Stroud do anything really at this pro day. He's been in his sweats the entire time outside of getting weighed in and getting his height measured. He hasn't participated in anything else, but I will tell you this. He is the guy front and center during every single bench press, every single 40. As Paris Johnson was going through his drills, he was the guy right up in front cheering on all of his teammates, being a very active participant even though he hasn't done anything yet. You mentioned that 55 throw throwing session that he's going to have. Now keep an eye on how much he moves during that throwing session. I heard Bucky breaking it down that obviously everybody knows about the Georgia game, the way he moved so well then, but he didn't do it really when he was at Ohio State. He said at the Combine that he kind of regretted that he didn't move more when he played the quarterback position at Ohio State. So look for him to try to go out here and show some of that athleticism to some of these evaluators. There's no questions in terms of how he is as a passer, but lastly, I will give you this. He spent a lot of time, obviously, with the Panthers. He's going to spend time with other guys, as Bucky mentioned, getting to know him personally, spending time with him is a big part of this. I'll tell you, there were a few teams, Andrew, that sat down with him at the Combine that were very impressed with his makeup. Bucky knows this. You're challenged a lot of times in those meetings. He barked back at some teams. He challenged them back. A lot of teams liked his makeup in terms of his aggressiveness in those meetings. Teams will have some chances to do that after he throws in a little bit. And no Ohio State quarterback has gone number one overall. It has never happened. C.J. Stroud could yep. be the first. He would be the fifth Buckeye to go num uh, number one overall, regardless of position, and the first since Hall of Famer Orlando Pace. Pretty good. James Palmer, Oops. there are boots Pride on the ground. Pride yep. Yes. Uh, Pride of Sandusky. Ladies and gentlemen, you saw James wearing the fancy new NFL Plus quarter zip. Why? Because if you want to see C.J. Stroud throw, if you want to see all 55 throws, you need NFL Plus. They're going to be live at 2 p.m. Eastern time with C.J. Stroud throwing. These are Path to the Draft Pro Day specials. We got another one tomorrow. 
Bryce Young throwing. He didn't throw at the combine. And then Will Levis on Friday. And then Anthony Richardson next week. They are all on NFL+. Plus. If you do not yet have NFL+, Plus, we can't promise you the James Palmer quarter zip, but we can promise you these quarterbacks throwing if you sign up right now. Brian Baldinger has his verified NFL Plus account. He joins us live now yes. as well. Baldy, great to have you. Uh, what do you want to see today Thank from you. Stroud? Well, I want to know uh, just how big the jet was that the Carolina Panthers chartered to bring all their staff, their secretaries, like the entire front office to go watch C.J. Stroud today. Uh, that's one. No, I want to watch um, C.J. Stroud throw to Jackson Smith and Jigba. I mean, this guy is – you go back to – 2021 before the hamstring injury this year, just go plug in the, the Rose Bowl against Utah. And it's just an amazing, it, it's just, it looks like it's just a, a warm up for the scouts to what they did in the Rose Bowl that day. And so just see the connection that they have. Um, I'd love to see that today. Uh, I want to just see, I want to stand next to Dewan Jones and just see, is just this a flying Pacific Manta? Is there any way to get through him or around him at right tackle? Uh, he might be one of the largest human beings walking the planet today and yet can still play and punch and jam and almost unbeatable. And uh, so I want to see, you know, the safety, Ronnie Hickman. I'd like to see him run today because you look at that 2021 tape, led the Buckeyes in tackles. He looks like what you want at safety in the NFL right now. Uh, uh, by the way, Dewan Jones did check in at 6.84, so 6.8 and 4.8, so 6.8 and a half mm. today. Uh, he's big. Yeah. And you talk about those guys. Everyone's going to talk about the quarterback, but when you really look at it, Ohio State has a bunch of guys that you want to check out. Paris Johnson Jr., Dewan Jones, you want to see those guys and see what they look like because – we know Paris Johnson Jr. could be in the first round, but what about DeJuan? Where does he go in that mix? And so this is a terrific opportunity for JSN uh, and they're able to continue to show people that maybe he's the number one receiver in the class. So there's a lot at stake today at the Pro Day. That's why you want to check it out. All right, again, C.J. Stroud on the field coming up in roughly 45 minutes at 2 p.m. Eastern time, NFL Plus. You need it. For the full coverage. Thank you, Bucky. Thank you, Baldy. Both back coming up in a second. In the meantime, want to work in um, some normal NFL Now content, if you will. Ian Rappaport is our NFL Network insider. Hi there, Ian. Uh, Baldy made the joke about Hi. how big of a plane they had to charter to get everyone there. Uh, Carolina has 11 representatives there, including the owner. Oh, yeah. I mean, and one way to know that the Carolina Panthers are doing this thorough, doing this properly, is that basically the entire building is there to go out with C.J. Stroud, to meet with him before the pro day, to watch him extremely closely during the pro day, to evaluate the throws and all of that. But, of course, that is not all they are going to do as they try to figure out who is going to be their number one pick. They're also going to bring him to a top 30 visit in to Carolina, and they are going to do this with all of the top quarterbacks. My understanding of where the Carolina Panthers are is they really like C.J. Stroud, really like Bryce Young, at least one other quarterback. Presumably that would be Anthony Richardson, but we don't know for sure, for sure. Those would be the guys in consideration for the number one overall pick. They like these quarterbacks. They are convicted on these quarterbacks. They are going to visit with them all before the pro day. They're going to visit with them all at the facility and then get to a point where at some point they stack them and compare them and see 
Who do they like the most? If they like one head and shoulders above all else, they will just pick that person. If they like two, maybe three the same, then a trade-down possibility comes back in the picture for the Carolina Panthers. All right, and the thought is, again, that this big contingent moves on to Tuscaloosa tomorrow to see Bryce Petty, so everyone going, oh, my God, they have 11 people there. It means it's C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud is the first of the big four in this group of quarterbacks to have their workout, and Carolina today is well represented. And you have uh, some news here of a, of a veteran quarterback, Russell Wilson surgery news this morning. Tell me about that. Yeah, pretty quietly, Russell Wilson, Denver Broncos starting quarterback, who hopes to rebound for the 2023 season, had surgery, arthroscopic surgery, following this past season. Pretty minor procedure and really not something that was related to this past season, but something that's actually been nagging him for a couple seasons. Surgery went well. He has been throwing. He has been working out. It actually sounds like uh, he is doing extremely well in really good shape. And I know that was a little bit of a sort of an issue last year. He has slimmed down a little bit. Looking good. Russell Wilson hopes to have a bounce back year this coming year. Having no pain in his knee, no lingering issues is something they believe will help as he tries to put his best foot forward under Sean Payton. Ian Cam Newton tried to put his best foot forward wearing some uh, Auburn-colored Zubas yesterday as he worked out at Auburn Pro Day. Anything going to come from that? Hard to imagine something comes. I would never say never, but I just I haven't sensed a lot of interest in Cam Newton as an NFL quarterback really since the last time he was on the field looking, you know, like someone maybe whose best years we're behind him, and Cam Newton has been awesome. He is one of the greatest quarterbacks of a generation. He is a transformative figure, and you see so many quarterbacks doing now what he first did about 10 years ago, but I just don't get the sense that there's anything now or in the future for him. Instead, what really what he did was just do a really cool thing for his brother, Kalen Newton, former Howard quarterback, then was receiver at Auburn, and I believe William Mary as well. He was quoted, his brother was quoted, by reporters saying that uh, it was a selfless act for Cam Newton to throw from. Maybe he shows scouts he's got a little something up, but really just a pretty cool thing to do for his brother. Yeah, pretty cool. I get it. Um, I do, and I mentioned the Zubas. He was wearing the Zubas before he went out there um, for more basic sweats. But Cam Newton throwing yesterday at Auburn Pro Day. Thank you, Ian Rappaport. Also working out at Auburn Pro Day, Derek Hall and his 19-and-a-half career Mm. sacks there at Auburn, a guy that we saw at the Senior Bowl, Bucky, uh, an edge defender. What do we like about Derek Hall? Well, we like his first step quickness. We like his burst. We like his ability to finish uh, and knock the quarterback down. And so when you think about pass rushes and sack production, it always matters. Guys that knock down the quarterback in college typically do it again in the pros. And so Derek Hall has an opportunity to continue to climb up the charts. There you see the stats, seven sacks, 12 TFLs. This is a guy who certainly is intriguing. I'm thinking day two is when Derek Hall could come off the board. What do you think, Baldy? Well, I mean, look, he's got a lot of good tape. Um, you know, he's the speed that he showed at the Combine, and it shows up on tape all the time. I, If you just look at him as a pass rusher, I mean, I'd, I'd say that the, his ability to bend is a little questionable. I think his straight line speed is there. Uh, obviously, as an outside linebacker, he drops. He shows some agility in space. But to be able to turn the corner, like how are you going to beat tackles in the NFL? I mean, you got to win your one-on-ones. So you beat him with power. He's got some of that. But typically, you got to be able to turn the corner. 
like a fine European sports car. And that's where I think he struggles a little bit. And that's why, to Bucky's point, he looks like a day two prospect for me right now. All right, Derek Hall, the guy we saw at the combine, or rather, I beg your pardon, in Mobile, the Senior Bowl, working out yesterday uh, at Auburn Pro Day near Cam Newton. Thank you, Baldy. Thank you, Bucky. Uh, we're coming up with more from Columbus and a friendly reminder. C.J. Stroud throwing today can be seen exclusively on NFL+. Plus. This is the week if you've been holding off to go get NFL+. Plus. Plus.nfl.com. Go get it. C.J. Stroud throwing today. Bryce Young tomorrow. Then Will Levis. And then Anthony Richardson. Gotcha? Okay, good. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I love all you guys in this circle right here. Let's go out there and dominate these guys. Fires back in the end zone. That ball is going to be caught for the touchdown. Keep believing. Keep believing. What a throw by Trevor Lawrence. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. Are you kidding me? This defense made a gigantic play. All year long they've done this. So a little perspective here on what the Jaguars did. They're the first team to ever have the number one overall pick in back-to-back years and make the playoffs. Okay? Pretty cool. Here's who has spent the most money so far. This includes bringing back your own restricted guys as well. If you're kind of wondering, like, what's going on here? Yeah, the Broncos have made a couple of big Mike McGlinchey, Ben Powers, O-line moves. That really drives that number up. But can we look at this? 
and try to project teams based on money spent. GD Batista, I did this on, on one more thing, and not one more thing, thinking out loud a couple of days ago. It's not necessarily money spent. It's how wisely you spend that money. But can we look at those numbers and project success this year? A lot of people are bullish on the Bears. Are you? I am. I think they are one of the big candidates for a turnaround. Uh, let's face it, they only won three games last year, so there is a whole lot of room for improvement. But I feel like Justin Fields came on last season in the passing game under less than ideal circumstances. They have committed to him. And then more importantly, as part of the trade that sent uh, the first round draft pick out of the out of the Bears out of the first round draft pick, they uh, picked up receiver DJ Moore, who managed to be productive in Carolina with a revolving door of quarterbacks. So certainly you would expect that he will be productive in Chicago, they also got a tight end. They got uh, Dante Foreman, a running back, who was really productive after Christian McCaffrey left the Panthers. So I feel like they have shored up the offense, and they will be more productive on the offense. They also signed two big linebackers for the defense, so the defense should be improved. And they still have a lot of draft capital, again, from that trade for this year and next year's draft. So they've got a lot of building blocks that they can put in place around Justin Fields to take advantage of his skill set. I think they will be improved and then maybe uh, a little under the radar. And they don't want to admit that this is a factor. But the big Bears slayer, Aaron Rodgers, is probably going to be out of that division once the trade with the Jets is complete. And that can only help. Can they go from number one overall pick to the playoffs like the Jaguars did? Technically, they have nine now, so we'll have to put an asterisk next to the Bears if they get there. The Saints spent $191 million. A lot of that inflated by the Derek Carr salary figure and how much funny money may be on the back end of that deal. But what about the Saints? Because, Judy, there's a lot of talent there once you plug in Derek Carr. Yeah, Derek Carr is the reason why I think this is uh, has big turnaround potential. And, and let's face it, they won seven games last year, so they don't have to do much to get to the top of that division. And with Tom Brady out of that division, it is wide open. And Derek Carr is clearly right now at least the best quarterback in that division. Also, keeping receiver Michael Thomas, that is big and certainly will help uh, Derek Carr. And they also signed the touchdown machine, Jamal Williams from the Detroit Lions. So the offense, which was the problem last year, that is what was holding the Saints back. The offense should be much more productive this year. This was a top 10 defense. Maybe that was a little under the radar, a top 10 defense for the Saints. So this should be a much more well-rounded team with all of those offensive additions. And again, that division is wide open there for the taking. Yeah, I really love the Colin Saunders one as well. Kind of an under the radar thing, former Chiefs defensive tackle. Now we had the Broncos, Judy, atop the list, $235 million. That does not include the money that they gave Sean Payton. If you include that money, I mean, they're in a different category here. I mean, they seem like the one team, and I know the AFC West is, is amazingly tough, and Mahomes is still there, but they seem like the one team that you would think has to bounce back. No question about it, and I think that was money well spent on Sean Payton. Whatever they had to spend to get him was worth doing. Um, certainly, the hope is that he can get Russell Wilson back on track, but when you see what they've done with their moves, and Sean Payton's fingerprints are all over their offseason so far, you know that they are going to take some of the offensive onus off Russell Wilson. They signed 
two really good run-blocking offensive linemen. They signed a road grader of a tight end. They signed a running back. So clearly the plan, at least to start, is going to be to run the ball more. Maybe we're not going to see Russ cook the way Russ has always wanted to cook. They're going to take some of that offensive burden off Russell Wilson. But really, the biggest acquisition for the Denver Broncos is Sean Payton. They won only five games last year in Denver, and certainly Sean Payton is good for a few more just on his own. You would have to think so. All of this contingent, by the way, on better play from Russell Wilson, as you said, which you hope Sean Payton gets. That's why you got Sean Payton. And if not, then this conversation next year will feel a lot different. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of it. Like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, you're watching NFL Now, and we continue here to celebrate Women's History Month. Let's share the accomplishments of inspirational women around the league today here in L.A. with the Chargers Director of Football Administration, that is Katie Sylvan. She tells you now how she is helping shape the future for her favorite team from her childhood. My name is Katie Sylvan. I'm the Director of Football Administration at the Los Angeles Chargers, and I work on the salary cap player contracts. 
I grew up in San Diego and I grew up a Chargers fan. I discovered this might be a potential career path when I stumbled upon the junior rotational program at the league office, which ultimately gave me my start in the NFL. Right now, we're going into free agency and we're looking at building out our roster in that way as the draft comes along. We're going to be drafting players, signing players during the season, signing players on our practice squad and elevating those players on game day. I think that being part of a team is my favorite part. You know, you grow up playing sports and there's really nothing that compares to that team environment. So it's been awesome to be part of the collective effort of trying to bring a Super Bowl to the team that I grew up rooting for. All right, Katie Sullivan there with the Chargers. This is Odell Beckham Jr., who worked out this past weekend in Arizona. It was actually two weekends ago. Shirtless, one-handed catches. The workout had everything. It also had 13 teams there, including two of his former teams, the Browns and the Rams. Interesting. Interesting. Mike Giardi, Judy Batista, Jim Trotter with me now. I mean, I've heard that both would welcome him back, Jim, for what it's worth. Yeah, Andrew, there are a number of teams that are monitoring this situation, but obviously if Odell were to come in, it would be at their price and not his. Look, they have some reasons for concerns. Over eight seasons, he's only had two full seasons. 2019 was the last time he had 1,000 yards receiving, and 2016 was the last time he had more than six touchdown receptions in a season. So when you factor those in with his injuries and whatnot, teams are a little hesitant right now to go out and put money on the table for Odell. It'll be interesting to see where he lands. Like I told you earlier in the week, the Rams are one of those teams that are monitoring him, staying in contact with him. They like the fact that he has stayed in contact with Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup. Les Snead has been in regular contact with the agent. So we'll see what happens. I agree with Jim that I think the Rams are the most obvious and maybe the best possible landing spot because of the familiarity. The Chiefs have also been interested in him for a while, and they've lost some, and Juju Smith-Schuster. So they could use him there. But certainly, you see, the wide receiver market has not been great. Uh, McCole Hardman just signed for one year with the Jets. Um, So this is, uh, you know, he might have to wait a while uh, while things settle down. Um, He's... He looks better, certainly, um, but teams are going to want to see him up close and see him at length because, as Jim pointed out, he just has not had good luck with uh, his health, and the past two big knee injuries are going to give everybody pause. You know, I talked to one of the teams that was there, and they just said, hey, look, he doesn't look as explosive as the guy that you remember, but again, we haven't seen very much about him physically in the last few years because of the injuries, and said, you know, but certainly strong, powerful guy. But maybe we're looking at a different Odell Beckham, not the one that people remember in 2014 or 2019 as the last time he had a thousand yard season. I'll say the other thing here is it does come down to money, doesn't it? Like he put out the notion that, well, there was a notion that he wanted like $20 million a year, which he tweeted like, no, that's who, who gave you that. But he also did turn down four. So what number does he think he deserves at this point, having not played a full season in eons like it's almost like you got to prove to me that you're healthy before I give you money so maybe it's a it's a low base value deal with lots of incentives if it were 2018 Odell 2019 Odell then yes we'd be talking about 20 perhaps because that's the market for somebody of his skill no one doubts his skill but he is coming off the injuries and he is going to turn 31 in November what helmet he's wearing when he's 31 remains to be seen
NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked. Game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco Cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked. Your truck, your rule. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R.